Hello, YouTube. Good morning. Today, I have a great call with a, a woman from Kenya. She's actually a U.S. citizen. So if you're a U.S. citizen living abroad, this is a great call for you. We go over a lot of concepts and practical ideas that you can do when uh, starting a new business and venturing into entrepreneurship and how the tax laws work. So it's complicated. It's a very candid call, too. I think it, we had a really nice conversation. And uh, I, I, if you're anywhere interested in this situation, if you're a citizen living abroad, you're gonna love this video. It's just for you, okay? So um, let's get to the call. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too Hello. turned up. Hello? Hello, Hi. good morning. Good morning, uh, this is uh, Mr. Baker. That's me, can you see me? Yes, I can see you. My Wi-Fi is not very good, I'm calling you from Kenya. Oh, hi, from Kenya. Awesome. <laughs> Where are you based? Miami, Florida. Okay. Wow. It must be nice there. I, it is nice. I guess if we're going to say the country I'm from, the United States, because you said you're from Kenya. <laughs> no, I'm a Somali-American. I'm an American citizen living in Kenya for many years now. Ah, there we go. Now the good, the good info is out. You're an American citizen. You called to ask me about taxes. The most uh, annoying tax regime ever in the United States is why I have a job and why you continue to have to file tax returns, although you live in a different country. Yes. So, <laughs> so let me look at the notes. See if there's any notes from this call. A Zoom console with Jim. Perfect. Uh, you want to do a consultancy company. Okay. Great, great, great. So um, can you tell me a little bit about your, your plans and what you want to do? And then I'll answer your questions. I, I see from your, your notes here that you just you want to do a consultancy and you need a company for it. Is that the gist of it? Yeah. Basically, I've lived abroad for over 20 years now, um, and uh, I'm basically trying to protect myself from having uh, huge tax liabilities in the U.S., and I wanted to register the company, if possible, offshore, uh, but I also was trying to see what the pros and cons of what the tax burden would be if I registered in the U.S. for this consultancy company that would be operating globally, meaning I would have contracts from organizations in the UK, um, in other European capitals, from Canadians, and some may be Americans, but majority would be outside of the US. Very good. So have you been, do you file US tax returns or anything? Have you? I, I to be honest with you, for many years, I didn't, I didn't know that I had to, because I thought I'm living abroad. I shouldn't have to file tax returns. Mm -hmm. um, and then I reached out to a tax lawyer years ago and he filed, I think, up to 20 personal tax returns up to, I think, 2016 or 17. Um, and then I haven't filed since then. We did retroactive filing for about five years. Which yeah, was the yeah they, have some, they have some OVDI, voluntary offshore disclosure things, initiatives. They're really harsh on the penalties for people living outside the country for most of the forms that would be associated just because most people that have offshore stuff, not most people, but a lot of people are just hiding money so they don't have to pay taxes on it. But for people who are legitimately out there doing it, you know, they have some relief. In any case, to answer your question, as an American citizen, it would be easier to have a US company. Um, you, you pay less taxes this way than if you had a foreign company and your taxes will be a lot easier to do. Um, 
So if you have a, if you open a company in Kenya, then you will still have to pay taxes on the profits from that company, whether you distribute the profits or not. Uh, unless they're, and even if they are taxed in Kenya, you might have double tax to pay. So generally what you would do is have, like if you, if you use a foreign company, the advisable way to operate a foreign company uh, as a US citizen is to uh, basically pay out all of your profits and salary. And then with the salary, you pick it up as regular income in the US and you can exclude up to 125,000 of it and you can take a foreign tax credit on the rest if you, if you depending on how much taxes you're paying. So that's, that's how you do it with a, a foreign company. Um, you mean if if the com if it's a foreign company that's registered, let's say in Kenya or Mauritius or whatever, yeah. and it's up and then register that company in U.S. What do you mean register in the U.S.? No, I'm when you said foreign company, what do you mean? Foreign to whom? Uh, foreign to the U.S. So I don't need to register it in the U.S. for this to apply this tax uh, system that you're talking about to apply. So I'm, I'm always, I don't know anything about tax laws in Kenya. I'm always talking from the perspective, I should give you more context. I'm always talking from the perspective of the United States. So um, from the United States tax perspective, if you open a, co a company outside of the United States, you have to report, and, and you're the owner of it, you have to report everything about that company. Uh, and that's um, the name when you opened it, the numbers, the shares, the balance sheet, um, the profit and loss. And then you have to pay tax on undistributed earnings. There's the guilty tax that they enacted. There's subpart F income for services that performed in the country where it was established. It's extremely complicated, which is what I'm saying. And you're not going to save on taxes. So unless there's a, a, a really great reason for you to open a, a non-US company locally, it's going to be easier for your US tax stuff if you open a US company. That said, I'm not sure how the tax laws in Kenya apply. Okay, so you're saying even if I open it, the company in Ireland or Mauritius, I would still have those um, tax regulations to, to adhere to in the US? Yes, if you have, so I mean, you can be sneaky about it and do whatever you want. You can, you can open a company that has all the voting and uh, ownership rights by like your, your cousin who, who lives in Kenya and then he, you're not the owner of the company um, and then you won't have to report anything. But otherwise, um, having a U.S. Um, company is going to be better. Now, what kind of company depends on how much money you're going to be making and what you intend, if you intend to use it all right away and stuff like that. So do you have any, can you give me like some estimates about like high end, what you'd make in a, in a good year? Mm. Right now, I would probably say if we maybe in the beginning about three to 500,000. Okay. But I'm hopeful that we could go up to 1 million. That's amazing. So, I mean, yeah. as you, you know, you only need to plan for as you start, you can always change it as you go. And this is US tax planning from an interesting perspective. And that since you're abroad, there are more things you can do. And if, as you get started, there might be, you, you would be a person who would probably be a good client for like what we do like uh, international tax planning where we go over everything in great detail and make a plan of how to structure and how to operate everything it's hard to you know i can't i'm not going to deliver that value on a, on a 30 minute phone call but that once you start really making that money that could be something we could discuss um because 
you know, you have a lot of options. You have a lot of things you can do. But you all, no matter what you do, you have to basically report everything in the U.S. and probably pay taxes here. So you're saying um, I have a lot of options to reduce the burden. Yeah, sure. I mean, in terms of like U.S. companies, foreign companies, I'm sure you have like family over there. You can open. Uh, try, you just have more options because you're you're so internationally, you're so global. You have more options than most people do, who are just like who ha who do consulting for people in their local town in Ohio. You know, like they can they can only do so much stuff. You can do a little bit more stuff. Also, depending on your risk tolerance and things like that. So, uh, what? So what a lot of the biggest um, tax deferral um, like technique or whatever is retirement savings in the U.S. I mean, it's it's the most obvious and it's kind of the easiest. So you can put so much money into your retirement and defer it from taxes. Um, there's, a, there's a lot to do. What kind of services do you perform? Um, consultancy services primarily for nonprofits and also running some e-learning e online courses as well. Oh, so you, have also a, you, you already have yeah. the e-learning up? No, I'm going to. I'm going to establish that in the next uh, month or so. Great. E-learning is uh, huge. So, um, yeah, so one thing people do with e-learning is you host your, you open a, an offshore trust and you open a subsidiary company under that trust and then you you give you contribute your digital assets to that company and then all you earn from the e-learning would be in that company tax-free because it's owned by a trust i mean there's a lot of nuance to it it's not that simple to set up but the concept is simple so there's things like that you can do um for mm. e-learning again the costs are kind of high on that so you have to be you, to justify you should be making some decent money and you also are limited with some things too but for most U.S. citizen clients, um, people just, uh, especially in these ranges, we just try and maximize expenses and then um, use the right kind of company and um, go from there and report everything. And like an LLC, is that the kind of format structure? An LLC, um, maybe an S corp, maybe a C corp, uh, maybe uh, two of them, maybe a corp and an LLC, you know, it depends you have to run projections and um look into it but a lot of people use s-corps because you save on some payroll taxes um then you have to see mm -hmm. how that's all taxed locally too what's the taxes like in what are the taxes like in kenya hi about 40 percent. what would the tax burden be in uh, u.s um best case scenario for this company if i pull in let's say half a million you pull in half a million, then you'll pay the max um, bracket right now is 37%, I believe. So um, you're not going to pay 37% on the whole thing. And there's a lot of deductions and exemptions and things like that. So you probably end up paying like, you know, are you married? No, but I have three children. Okay. You have children. So you get that at a household. Uh, yeah, you know, you'll probably pay like 25, 30% taxes. 20, some, somewhere between there and the U.S. on everything. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was I was hoping for something around fifteen percent or so. I mean, I'm not really benefiting from this taxes because I haven't lived in the U.S. for twenty years. Well, it's you not. I mean? You shouldn't. You shouldn't be paying. The thing is, you shouldn't be paying 
Sorry, if you're paying 40% in Kenya, you're not going to pay 15% in the U.S. You get a tax credit for everything. Um, no, the company would not operate in Kenya in the sense that it's not going to be taxed in Kenya. Okay, so the company wouldn't be taxed in Kenya? No, no. The company would receive contracts internationally and um, the money would just go into whichever bank account where the company is registered. So if it's registered in the U.S., it would go into the U.S. bank accounts. If it's registered in Ireland, it would go into the Irish bank accounts. So can, yeah. Yeah, so generally services are taxed based on where they're performed. So um, that's that's how the U.S. looks at it. So the source of a, of a ser of service income is, um, you know, where you're doing the work. So if you're doing everything from Kenya, um, they might want money for, you know, their tax revenues from that. I don't know how it works, but a lot of people do it that way that, that you're talking about. So. Um, but yeah, I would I mean, have consultants and teams working globally. I have people I'm working with in, um, in Canada, a consultant who has her own company. She's got a Canadian consultancy company. Um, I might hire an American. I might be hiring someone from, I don't know, uh, South Africa. You know, it would be different people. It would, it's like global in that nature. So the work will not all be done in Kenya. Okay. Interesting how it works. So a lot of, I didn't know how it works in Kenya. A lot of countries, like when you live in the country, will tax you on your worldwide income as a resident of the country. Not like the U.S. where you tax on worldwide income even when you leave. So um, I guess it's not like that. Are you talking about personal tax or are you talking about company tax? Well, if you use an LLC or an S corporation, those are flow through taxation. So it's, it goes to you personally. They don't pay, yeah. those companies don't pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's ways um, to get around that in Kenya, I think. Um, you just don't report it. They don't know. I mean, exactly, exactly. The tax burden is just too high. It's just too high. I wouldn't mind, you know, paying 20, 30% if I lived in the US or if I paid 35% living in Canada, but I'm not getting the benefit of these services. I'm not. So you it's know, an I'm, expensive passport to carry around. It is a very expensive passport. So that's why I was thinking about offshore and doing it somewhere else. But you're saying basically that doesn't solve my problem because the U.S. government is still going to expect to do to to get some of those um, some of that revenue. In the tax. same, if not more. The offshore just makes the the filing burden more complicated and doesn't really save you any money. What you can save money as is just the foreigner and income exclusion for some of it. And um, you know, if you want to be like really really sneaky with it um like how old are your children my eldest is 18 and then 11 and 6 yeah so you know if you want to be really sneaky with it or whatever you open a foreign company and then pay all your kids salaries and they all exclude all their income and they and they that's 125 a person so there you go that's um you know, that's your 500,000 right there. No taxes. But is it right? No, probably not. No. They probably don't no. justify that wage. But, you know, so if it's a, there's worse positions to take. You know, if you want to take a position that you don't, that, where you don't have to pay any taxes. I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, it's tough. It's, um, that's the nature of being a U.S. citizen. You can always renounce your citizenship and pay no taxes. But technically, when you, when you renounce your citizenship, you have to, certified that you're not doing it for tax purposes which is the only reason people <laughs> renounce their citizenship are you serious
you actually have to renounce that it's not for tax purposes you have to sign some papers and stuff i mean obviously it's the reason people do it it's it's not i'm not gonna say it's the only reason but if you pick 100 people it's gonna be the reason for like 96 of them um whether but you have to say it's not because i don't know they don't want people just leaving so they don't have to pay taxes they want people to leave because of other reasons but they don't really ask you just hand i have a, a clients who've done it before and the expat tax whatever so there's not a problem with doing it they just they they that's the reason people would do it mm, okay yeah so okay so this is but so you seem to have a lot of experience with people like me who live abroad a lot of american citizens who are starting companies or personal yeah. um, tax issues okay yes and where, which, state, which state would be the easiest in terms of state tax well you wouldn't pay any state you don't have any you don't earn any income in the states if you have a corporation you mean if you like open the yeah. u.s corp uh if yeah. you open a, if you open a corporation you could just open a delaware corp and just not pay any state taxes you don't live in any state you're not operating in any states so if you open uh -huh. a delaware corporation you just wouldn't pay any state taxes you'd only pay the 21 percent federal tax and then you pay tax on the money you pay yourself apart from so like so if you open a corporation you know there's the, the whole double taxation thing if a corporation makes 500,000 you pay yourself 100,000 the corporation pays tax on 400,000 and you pay tax on 100,000 okay and the but best that does I... is the best that does is keep your tax rate around 21% because that way you can split it. Like you pay your 21% bracket, the corp will pay up to its 21. Well, it's always paying flat 21%. But then when you distribute the dividends from the company later, you have to pay tax on that too. Wow. 15% on the dividends, assuming depending on your income level. The dividends, is that the profit? That's like, um, so corporation taxation is like, like this, if you have a corporation that makes, yeah, sure, the same 500,000, um, you pay out 100, so there's 400,000 left. That corp is going to pay 21% on the 400,000, so whatever that is. So it's, then you have 300,000 left. When you send that 300,000 to you, then you have to pay tax on that at 15%. Okay, okay, wow. You have to pay okay. tax on that income twice, 21% and then 15%. So that gets you to 36% which is basic, almost the full personal um, rate anyways. So it almost makes sense. But you know, there's some exceptions, there's different rules, it's, it's tricky. So when you start making, uh, when you when you have your, make your first uh, $150,000, call me again and we can uh, do a full tax plan for you and figure out something, give you some options. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what kind of support I would need if I do, do I have to physically come to the US to register? No. An open on open bank account. You don't have to come to you don't have to come to the US to do anything. Really? And if you're, since you're a citizen, you can open a bank accounts online. You don't even need to come. Only non-residents have to come here to meet people because they don't have social security numbers and they can't open online bank accounts. Oh, so I don't even have to come there. Wow. Okay. No. No. I mean, you, you. So so you can do that for me. You can register it for me. Of course. Okay. And what's the cost for that service to, to register the company and everything? This, the, the advice and all of that? Well, the, the tax planning is, um, for you, I would recommend we do it in more detail. But for like generic uh, support, like how to run it, how to work on it, and for the company, 
Um, like that's our, our standard like expert expansion package. So you, we, we um, what comes with it is um, we open the company, we get the tax ID, and we use our address for anything. You have access to me for support like ongoing. And um, yeah, we just advise you on how to operate everything. So that's uh, 2,500 for that expert expansion package. And that includes registering the company and everything. Of course, that's the cost for everything. It's a flat fee. So one time okay. flat fee for everything. Okay, great. And because I haven't lived in the US, um, is there any kind of credit issues if they, if the, for the company to open the banks? Because my sister was telling me they always do credit checks these days, even though it's a company, because no, I well, I, I'm, not, the I'm not sure if I even have credit. The process is, is great. Well, we can look it up. We, we'll, look, uh, we'll look you up. We'll open an experience. What, what we can do is um, the process is generally like this. Like you send the information, we open the company, and in like a week, uh, we can have another video call like this. And on the video call, we uh, will do everything. We'll open some accounts. We will, uh, in the company name, we can open accounts in your name, whatever. And then we can uh, check your credit and see if it exists and see what you have. We can do, we'll do it all. It's fun. We have like a, an hour long call longer if we need to. And then I'll just do all the stuff with you. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds good. That saves me a trip and a lot of money. Um, okay. I'm here, here to do save you money and give you <laughs> bad news. Like you have to pay tax on everything, but better to know before, right? Yeah, because I really, I was told by a lot of people that I should just go to Mauritius or Ireland and register the company there. But you're basically telling me there's, I still, um, I'm, yeah, I have to pay U.S. taxes no matter what. As a citizen, it doesn't really make sense. Only if you have, if you don't own the company. And then, you know, there's his own set of problems with that. Unless you have like a, a partner or someone that you trust completely and you want to put their name on everything. You know, that's, that's, that's the only other. And then there's still like some gray area with that. But in the scale you're at, you're not a huge audit risk because there's people doing the same thing that make like hundreds of millions. So um, those are the guys with the real audit risk. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not worth getting audited by the IRS. It's just not worth it for me. No, I just, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind the 30%, 36% tax bracket if I was living there and getting good roads and, you know, security and all of that. But here, <laughs> Yeah, it just feels kind of uh, unfortunate, but it's okay. I guess there's not many options. Passport, if you want. Yeah, but then getting visas and getting yeah, getting access to enter countries is almost impossible. That's the beauty of this passport. I can just walk into almost all, almost all the countries. You know, what, you know who has it? The Canadians to have it right because the Canadians can do almost the same stuff we can with like the same pretty similar list of countries, but they don't have to pay taxes when they leave in Canada. Really? So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I can get my Canadian passport. I can just come to the U.S. whenever I want. But uh, trying to figure that out. How, how does someone get a Canadian passport? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I, I've just been talking to, um, I just have a lot of Canadian clients that live in Latin America. And they're like, yeah, we don't pay taxes anywhere. I'm like, of course you don't. Because you you have all the convenience of being like a Canadian or an American passport and going wherever you want. But you don't have to pay taxes anywhere. So yeah. You know, maybe that's uh, yeah, maybe that's uh, that's plan B. We work towards that. You getting your passport and me getting my passport. <laughs> yeah, we'll get our passports in Canada. We'll figure that out because I want to do it, too. Yeah. I'm ready to get out of here and just not pay taxes either. <laughs> and everyone, <laughs> well, you, you, and you go to with the American passport and everyone thinks you're like, oh, your president's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like sarcastically no, saying that stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, to be honest with you, as someone from the outside, an American watching all that's happening in the US, I'm really scared that there's going to be a civil war in that country soon. I'm serious. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm worried about. It's a mess. It's extremely uh, hostile here. Everyone's so, uh, uh, you know, aggressive about politics and stuff. Very aggressive, very, very aggressive. And once the election comes and it goes in one direction, the other direction will get angry. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm Trump, really Trump, yeah, it's going to be, it's crazy. It's, um, especially, it's funny here in Miami because, uh, not to digress too much, but it's a red state, but Miami is a super blue city in a, in a red state. So it's a, we'll see what happens in Florida. We will see what happens. Do you, do you vote from there? Do you like mail-in ballots and stuff? I used to, and I stopped voting. Yeah, I just gave up on the whole process, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm in Kenya now. Forget you guys. <laughs> Anyways, but that's really helpful, um, James. I really appreciate the advice that you've given me. And um, yeah, I'm gonna. Can you send me a list of all the documents you need for me? I'll send register? you an email right now with uh, the details of the package and the documents I need for you are going to be a little bit less because you have a. Uh, and I don't even ask for it on here, but I'll I'll ask for it. I don't need that much. Um, okay. Expert expansion. How do you like the name, the expert expansion package? I think it's it's pretty good. It's taken a long time. Expert expat. Expert expansion. Well, usually people are coming into the U.S., so it doesn't really apply for you. I work with a lot of non-residents. Okay. Yeah. The majority. Expansion sounds nice. Thanks. The, major, the majority of my career in public accounting was working with expats like you. Um, the non-resident work is just a lot easier. So I do, I like doing more of it because the stuff I have to do for citizens abroad is just so much more technical and complicated. So I'm happy we got to talk before you opened a bunch of companies that we would have to report. Okay. So I'll send you this email okay. now. That would be great. Thank you so much, James. Yeah. So it was great speaking with you. And, and again, Hey everyone, I think that call went really well. Um, we had a great conversation and uh, really talked a lot about taxes and how it works. If you have any questions about this or if I said something wrong in the call and you're a tax person, just to try and catch me, please comment below. I am not infallible. And uh, please give me that thumbs up and subscribe. The thumbs up is right below. It helps to get likes, I've, I've heard. I appreciate you being here watching. Schedule a call in the description below if you'd like to talk with me. And I look forward to um, seeing you guys in the next video, even though I don't see you. Obviously, I'm just looking at a camera, but I look forward to putting out another video so you can see me talk about international taxes. Okay, bye.